there is one body and one spirit. There is one Lord, God of all of us. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Father in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan proclaimed him your beloved Son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit, grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant faith of faith and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns on God in glory.
Acts of the Apostles. When the Apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. The two went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet, the Spirit had not come upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord.
questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hands to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. I should have invited you into my 
research this week. For most of us, this language, that school, it doesn't hold much meaning beyond what we've heard of the hellfire and brimstone sermons of John the Baptist, right? So I did a little research on wheat harvesting by hand, which hasn't actually changed very much in the last few thousand years. People still do it. They did it a thousand or more years before Jesus was born. Most households participate in this task. It's a beautiful and careful process, one that John's listeners in an agrarian society were quite familiar with. At harvest time, wheat was and is cut at the base of the plant and bundled and dried. And then it was threshed on a clear, hard piece of ground or rock, the threshing floor. By letting animals walk all over it, or children drag wooden sleds over it, or by throttling it in various ways, the wheat grain is separated from the stalk. And then the farmers wait for the wind. I love this. They wait for the wind, which often comes in the evening. And when the wind comes, the winnowing is made easier. A winnowing fork, which is basically like a pitchfork, full of separated dried wheat and stalk and shaft is scooped up and tossed in the air. The wind takes the stalk a short distance away and blows the chaff or the casing around each kernel of wheat even further away. But the dense wheat falls in a pile at the feet of the winnower. You see where John was going with this, right? Now, in John and Jesus' context, Roman soldiers were stealing, abusing, imprisoning, and destroying people. In order to control the masses and keep them from rising up against their oppressors. And so it is likely that John referred to the oppressors as chaff to be burned up, and God's people as wheat to be preserved. And cleansed, one day liberated from the trap that had encased them so that they might become the bread of heaven. This is powerful liberation theology. That said, Christians have used this us versus them, wheat versus chaff, goats versus sheep theology destructively over the years, from judgmental teachings to the catastrophic evil of the Holocaust. Referring to non-Christians as trap was justification for the gas chambers. We cannot refer to people as trap. I would like to believe that because we have seen the powers of darkness that enter into such interpretations, we have evolved and now lean into the humility of seeing the chaff inside each of us, the hollow encasements that hold us back, that we can bring here, so that on the threshing floor of the altar, Christ can toss us in the air, and the Holy Spirit may flow on us and clear our hearts of all our chaff and burn it up, liberating us from that which is holding each of us back within. Jesus set the example for us by being baptized, by showing us the way into the waters where we are cleansed of all that hold us back from the full expression of love by which we were made. 
And that is the second important identity lens in today's gospel. Who are we? We are people who have chosen to honor God as God's creation and then take it a step further, following Jesus into the water of new life so that we might be not just creatures, creations of God, but adopted children of God. That's who we are. That's why we're here, to be with our family together, to be with our family and our almighty parent. And the third and most important answer to the question of our identity in today's gospel is that voice from heaven. It is meant for each and every single one of us. Coming out of the waters in prayer, Jesus heard a voice. The whole crowd may have heard it as well. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. If ever we doubt who we are, may we hear this affirmation at the center of our identity. God's voice recedes into our hearts as we are stilled in prayer, or as we are lost at sea, or as we are tossed in the air over the threshing floor. You are my child, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. From the lips of God, this is who we are. We come here to live into this identity and to be with others who claim the radical lineage of divine love along with us. We come here so that we may carry this expansive, inclusive, affirming love back out into the world, so that we can be wheat kernels of God's love and grace on earth, honoring the belovedness of each and every human being. We come here to let the threshing floor break us open, to let the winnowing fork remove what is not of divine love. To let the wind blow the chaff away and reveal that which is right and good and true and nurturing. We come here, along with you, Olivia, to enter the water of baptism. To claim our place in the family of love so that we might bring a revolution of love to every corner of creation so that we may raise our heads up from the water and clearly hear the answer to that question. Who are we? We are loving loving, sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism, marked as Christ's own forever, vessels of the light of Christ. Be the beloved, because with you, God is well
The candidate for Holy Baptism will now be presented. Olivia, do you desire to be baptized? Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? Will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support this person in her life in Christ? Let us join Olivia, who is committing herself to Christ, and renew our own baptismal covenant. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, the Holy Son of our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified and died in the terror. He descended into the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He descended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit?
Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt and into the land of promise. In it, your Son, Jesus, received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who here are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be all honor and glory now and forever. Amen.
really only just a few brief announcements. Um, the annual meeting will be on February 3rd this year, so that is actually a little earlier than usual, so might not be in your room, but it's coming up soon. It's on that day, February 3rd, we'll have one service at 9 o'clock, uh, followed by our annual meeting where we will elect our leadership for the next year. And it's in here if you read carefully, but again, still, if you haven't made a pledge, you've got to do it. We've been working on the budget, and um, you need to know kind of what numbers we're working with. And finally, um, and people asked my town about it, but we weren't able, we didn't have the same prayers as the people today, so we didn't pray for her, but please keep Judy Bang and her family in your prayers. Becky will be doing her funeral service on Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the chapel, um, which all are invited, of course. And just keep, keep her family in your prayers as they make arrangements and grief will also fill the love you. Let us walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself as an offering and sacrifice to God.
Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Hallelujah, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Hallelujah. He gives to God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace, and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart, through Christ our Lord. In the name of this congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those to whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood.